All right, welcome to the program. I uh, yesterday I was driving to see the folks and uh, witnessed some people. Definitely, if they weren't racing, one of them was chasing the other person, and uh, the rest of us were just floored as we watched these people weave in and out. And a lot of people giving them room and just, I'm sure, saying the exact same things that we were in the car. Look at that idiot! He's going to kill someone. Um, this is possibly one of the most egregious examples of speeding I have ever heard. And here to talk about it, Carrie Schmidt with the OPP's Highway Safety Division. Carrie, do tell us about the 19-year-old that was arrested yesterday on the QEW driving dad's Mercedes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he's not driving dad's Mercedes for the next little while. I can guarantee that because it's in the impound lot and his license has been suspended. Uh, I didn't believe it when I first uh, saw the photograph of the laser gun that was used to target that vehicle. I thought the officer was playing a prank on me and uh, targeting uh, jets as they're taking off or landing at the airport. Uh, 308 kilometers per hour, uh, 191 miles an hour if you're a mile per hour kind of person, 85 meters a second. Like, Mm. this is unbelievable. Uh, Two 19-year-old kids, I'll call them kids still, and driving dad's car, thinking that they're pretty good drivers. You know, they all believe they're 10 feet tall and bulletproof uh, until they lose control, end up rolling over. I've investigated fatal crashes for about a dozen years with the OPP. And when I've seen a car destroyed due to high speed, a rollover, uh, the results are absolutely devastating. And I've never seen a vehicle collision from those kinds of speeds. And had there been a wreck, uh, it would have been... A, a complete disaster tragedy yeah, yeah. um these are um as you say there wasn't a crash in this situation luckily they were speeding at around 10 o'clock at night what was the uh situation on the roads i know that the roads at the very beginning of this pandemic were empty but lately yeah. you know you, you, it seems like we're all back to business when i get out on the roads i think wow where are all these cars coming from I know. Where are they going? There's a lot of traffic volume out there. 10 o'clock, obviously, it's uh, open enough that there is open lanes, and and this car was taking full advantage of that. Uh, But he was passing all kinds of uh, public vehicles. Again, there's trucks and transport trucks and vehicles and drivers of all skill levels. Once the officer who stopped this vehicle had him off on the side of the road, uh, he can't tell you how many cars went by and were honking their horns with sheer delight uh, that this guy was, was stopped and taken <laughs> off the road. Like, sweet justice for those drivers yeah. thinking, who is this idiot? And thank you that, uh, you know, there's, where's a cop when you need one, right? Well, in well, this case, he, he was right there. Well, Carrie, was it the situation that the cop was there and, and they luckily just passed or were they called? No, no, this, uh, the officer was there proactively wow. conducting speed enforcement, uh, targeted that vehicle about half a kilometer away from him. And now think about this. Uh, when he targeted that vehicle uh, half a kilometer away, he had about six or seven seconds before that vehicle would have been on him. So he has to uh, get his position back into place, understand that this number is actually a real number, uh, that mm-hmm. this guy is speeding, you see these lights coming at you, you hit your emergency lights, and you start pulling out to keeping an eye on this vehicle. Uh, fortunately, the driver did stop because had he uh, continued on his way trying to evade police, uh, turning into an aggressive driver, danger- more dangerous driver, um, this could have easily ended in tragedy had he tried to exit a ramp, lose control. You know, the driver, got- the guy thinks he's a good driver. He he thinks he's a race car driver. Well, yeah. that's fine. If you're if you want to go to a track 
when you have flagmen and race marshals and oversight and razor communications and a controlled environment and tire walls in case there's a crash and wide, long runout spaces if you lose control, that's fine. You can do that and take your own risks, but don't take everyone else's risks uh, along with, with you, especially when you have Carrie, a passenger. Yeah. This kid was going three times the legal limit over that. Uh, he's been charged with street racing under the Highway Traffic Act as well as dangerous driving. What does that, uh, what is he looking at? What is he facing? Okay, well, I just want to be clear, first of all, there's automatic roadside sanctions that we always talk about the seven day license suspension, seven day vehicle impound. That is not the penalty. That is the automatic sanction to prevent the continuation of the offense. We want to take this driver off the road. We want to take this vehicle off the road. Once he has his day in court, you're innocent until proven guilty. Once you have your day in court, the penalties for dangerous and street racing uh, can be up to 10 years in jail for dangerous driving, uh, six months in jail for street racing, two years of driving suspension, and $10,000 in fines. How often does that actually happen that someone spends 10 years in jail for street racing? Because, I mean, we're talking about a kid who's driving his dad's Mercedes and I can't be the only one thinking, you know, money allows you to buy really great lawyers. Mm -hmm. Well, for sure. Those are maximum penalties. And again, it have to be, uh, again, up to the courts and crowns to decide what's an appropriate penalty in all the circumstances. So uh, I don't want to comment on what the potential for, uh, uh, conviction uh, p- uh, sanctions would be, but those are the maximum penalties, and whether or not they uh, go to maximum or whatever the uh, uh, pr- uh, precedent is for case law, uh, that would be uh, to be determined. But the sanction is there. I don't know what more we can do to have more deterrence. You know, we're taking the guy's car away already. Uh, I know when we started doing this a few years back, when street racing and stunt driving legislation came into place. Um, you know, you want to see a grown man cry, you take away his car. Uh, you, and crush you wanna, it. <laughs> well, we're not going to crush it. Like a tin it, can. If, well, yeah, there is. Well, that was what they were doing, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, only, I think only like one or two got crushed. But back in the yeah. day, weren't they crushing them about five years ago? Well, I know there is there is ability for us to uh, take the proceeds of crime if uh, that goes through courts through uh, um, through indictment. You, know, you can have the vehicles uh, turned over to the crown, and the crown can do what's uh, deemed appropriate: either uh, sell them, destroy them, crush them, or, or whatever. But uh, you know, we uh, we're not probably going to go down that road in this mm-hmm. uh, situation. But <clears throat> again, that is there are provisions for uh, again. Uh, investigations when it goes by way of indictment, which is uh, the most serious of the criminal offenses. Are you guys ticketing more as far as speeders go on the on the uh, highways right now because there are fewer cars out there? Yeah, we certainly are seeing more street racing and stunt driving uh, charges being levied. Uh, normally, we take about seven or eight cars off the road every single day, just in the Toronto area. Uh, wow. Since the first, yeah, well, that's typical. From the, since the first of May, now in the first ten days, uh, we've taken 150 cars off the road. So we're taking about 15 off the road every single day, and that's just for street racing and stunt driving. Never mind uh, people that are getting charged for simple straight speeding uh, or other offenses. So uh, we have seen certainly an increase in that. And uh, today we're actually launching the Canada Road Safety Week, which is a law enforcement initiative all across Canada, focusing on those 
types of behaviors, which is what we saw on the weekend, aggressive speeding, impaired driving, drugs or alcohol, distracted driving, uh, and going through public education and obviously enforcement to change drivers' behavior and have them understand the risks of these kinds of uh, uh, attitudes because it is deadly and people are dying because of that. Fortunately, no no one in this situation, but... No, and you know what? This knucklehead is the perfect poster child for you. Carrie, I always (laughs) appreciate your time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you.